0: Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, a quick note from our benevolent robot shade overlords. While the showroom home of the Signature Series Automated Shades is temporarily closed, as are the in-home consultations, the Budget Blinds team can still connect with you virtual design consultations
1: wait are you telling me that our robot shade overlords have internet capacity
0: they do they do electronics are the robot shade overlords friends
1: all hail our robot shade overlords
0: so just call 816-554-7779 or email Lee summit at budgetblinds.com to set up your consultation today so i'm chasing the podcast is also brought to the people by this message Hey. Keep shopping local. Get, you get, get that takeout. Go pick it up. Get a gift card. Buy some gift cards. Remember to shop local even during this crazy, crazy, crazy time. You got to support our friends and our neighbors who all operate or work for some of the great small businesses throughout this community. So support them. Go see them. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Again, and
1: welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norberry, and as always, I am joined by a man who remains displeased by this new normal. It's Nick Parker, so the displeased. publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Look, it's it's now day one as we are recording this. It is the first day of the stay-at-home order, but really, it's been about. It's been like a week and change since we pretty much started to really restrict ourselves from going out in the world um, and talking to humans.
0: Here's here's two, thing, two things I'm learning about myself. One, I need an office setting because I need chaos around me. I do not work well with quiet. Two, I don't work well when I have to share my office with my family.
1: I would say a third thing I'm learning by looking at this video call that we're on is that you're not a big fan of uh, trimming your beard during these times. Yeah. That's just laziness. <laughs> we gotta get a, we're getting out. I'm gonna we're trying to grow out the full beards, thicker, thicker beards while we're in. Uh, I'm gonna go
0: for the Portland neck beard, maybe.
1: Oh god, no. That no. I will no I will, like Mrs. LinkedIn Summit will put a stop to <laughs> that before the rest no. of us. So Look
0: that, that's not gonna happen.
1: Link to Lee Summit is, as it always has been, the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is your home. Stay in it. I like it simple there we go simple that's to the point
0: so jason uh, you know here are you ready for the news um everything's on, me, closed oh wait i thought there was like a lot of stuff going on except I mean, for, except for on. nebraska furniture mart come on that's funny to me that's an essential business i you know look I, i'm happy that there are people that still get to work and they get their paychecks that's 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 a great great thing <laughs> but when you list off the essential businesses you know usually you think you think you know the healthcare stuff, maybe groceries for food, restaurants.
1: Daddy needs a new TV. He's gonna be at home all this time. Right. I need to television.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's a little funny. A little funny yeah. to me. I know.
1: Well, look like, as as a as a person with legal training, I don't even want to call myself a lawyer anymore.
0: I Recovering actually, lawyer.
1: I did actually read the actual texts of the stay at home order for uh, both Jackson County and Kansas City, Kansas. Because apparently I have nothing to do with my free time. Right, right. Uh, I did read them, and there are—I'm going to say—some exceptions you could drive a small pickup through, um, <laughs> it, it, if you really wanted to do that as a whole. So, uh, I mean, for instance, my uh, my work in a nonprofit in KCK is technical under the charitable exemption for that. Though we are very much not going into the office um, as a thing uh, with a stay-at-home order, so it's you know, I mean, I'm sure they squeezed themselves in there somehow, but, um, I, Look, my I ego just, tells can, me that my work is essential,
0: but, uh, I can do it from anywhere. So I'm going to do it from my house. That's what I'm doing. Absolutely. So, uh, virtual learning began this week for the, the summit, our seven schools as it did for most of the schools in our area, including the, the, the two private schools in our area. Um, so that's it. We're all, we're all homeschoolers now, Jason. Yeah. Welcome to my club. <laughs> city facilities they're all closed that includes police courts all parks facilities including the city parks that came out on tuesday morning or late late monday night maybe um so even the parks are closed don't go there don't go don't go spreading your germs
1: like this is i mean the 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 sole thing right the city officials the health department officials are just saying like stay home it's not even to prevent you from getting the coronavirus although that's a, a thing that's important Uh, It's to prevent you from giving it to anyone else. So stay home unless you absolutely have to. There are a lot of people out there who really need you to do the things to keep as many people healthy as possible so that they can keep doing their jobs that keep everything
0: like literally running in our lives. So here it is. Look food, medical needs. That's it. Those are the two things. That's what you leave the house for. Otherwise, stay home, have fun, enjoy some time with your family. Look, I got to tell you, our board game playing that's gone up. We played some cards. I'm playing a lot more video games than I have. That's fun. Go to the county, the city, the school websites for up-to-date info. Don't go to that kid who that you went to high school with that really really likes Facebook. That's not the right place. Mm-hmm. Go to those go to those go to the source, go to the county, go to the city, go to the school's website. Stick with us at linktoleesummit.com we'll try to forward on all of those updates as they happen. That's really it. Jason, election day was pushed back two months, but that's not going to stop you and I from our favorite topic.
1: That is true. We are uh, we are going to do the last of our candidate interviews and forums this week. We've got uh scheduled we have donnie funk the candidate one of the candidates for district four boy that makes me a little bit sad
0: well you don't want to talk to donnie it's not that i don't want to talk to the candidate it's that only one of the two candidates is willing to talk to us so once again just like district three and district four the incumbent has refused to respond to any of our efforts to to contact and invite him on the show fred tomorrow has not responded to emails phone calls Social media messages, I find that disappointing. And look, you and I do not do dis- do endorsements of any kind. But I tell you what, I am disappointed anytime an elected official does not respond to invitations to talk to the people. Chicken noises. All right, I'm not. I'm not going that far. I'm not going to be that mean. I leave that up to you. But um, that disappoints me. That disappoints me. We will, be, we will be talking to Donnie Funk this Friday. You can hear his interview. So at that point, we will have had all but three of the candidates on our show to talk to so that the people can make the best decision they can when they go to the polls. And that's the whole reason we do it. We, we and, do it to get the voices out there so that people can make their best Decisions and kudos to all the candidates who did take time
1: to uh, and and as they have many of them told us this year they've had more organizations and groups reach out to them for questionnaires interviews time than i think in any any election municipal election in recent memory so the, the the demands on the candidates are going up just like the demands on the elected officials are and let's hope let's, let's hope east.
0: that means that the uh the the voter turnout goes up as well let's hope that that means that more people are going to show up we might get to like 16 or 17 excited hey i gotta tell you you know um all of these all of these interviews are obviously available through through our podcast if you subscribe on your favorite podcast app they're available at com. i was not particularly jason looking forward to the the school board candidate interviews and we we split those up into three interviews of three candidates each and, and it was one of those things where, where I knew what a couple of the topics were, but I was just worried that we wouldn't have great conversation. And that's, that, that's really always what I'm looking for is, is, do we have stuff that we can actually get people to talk about and to dive into things? And I got to tell you, each of those three conversations went pretty well. And I was happy with, with how, how honest and open each of those candidates were. And, and they, they laid out really their perspectives on things, no matter how we came at them.
1: Well, I'm being, you know, since we're going to stay on brand here, uh, I want to take a moment and pat ourselves a little bit on the floor. <laughs> Um Well, I will say this. It's like those, those forums and debates can devolve into the candidates taking shots at one another or, you know, being pointed and, and. Political, for lack of a better way to describe it, and and I think both we set it up in a way that you know first of all it's kind of a random assignment of of those people to come in, and in in those times we, by, know, we by, tried to structure things. Mad
0: dash to who responded to me first.
1: Right. I mean, honestly, that was the way. But uh, and then the uh, but the you know we also tried to keep things in a way that discouraged that kind of thing. We we were wanting people to be positive about what they had to say and not negative about what everybody else had to say. And I think the candidates as a whole, um, especially I think since they're all running for three spots, you know I mean? so nine
0: candidates for three spots.
1: Right, but on any three-candidate panel, they could all win, right? Right. I mean, that's the way the math works. And so I think that they did also a good job of not dragging that down and trying to take shots at one particular candidate or another um, in the process. But once again, I want to say that we, we just did a really good job of setting that up. So good on me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, boy, that is on brand for you. You know, I know I think I, I really like how it went. And I think I think you can say this for some of the, the for the city council candidate interviews as well. But even when we even when I felt like maybe we were asking a little bit tough, right when we were trying to be a little bit hard and demand a little bit more of an answer than you can get when you have say all of the candidates on the stage at once it was still a positive discussion. It was still about, Hey, here's the perspective of this person and here's what they think. And, and, and again, it meets, it meets what my goal is, which is just to get their voices out there so that people can make the the best choice they, they can for themselves.
1: Absolutely. And in that vein, we do have uh, in the second half of this show today after our advertisement. Uh, We we do have an interview with the uh, last of the District 2 candidates we were able to get for an interview, Steve Lee. This got... Uh, delayed a little bit through to some scheduling conflicts uh, but we did manage to get it in in a reasonable time It's just been a bit I don't know stuff seems to have happened in the world and delayed our capacity to get it out so I'm gonna make one I'm gonna make, one, gonna ap- I'm gonna you, make
0: one apology on that one uh, the audio for me for myself on the first half of it was was not so great uh, I had a little I had a little issue with my my soundboard but I fixed it like halfway through the interview
1: so you recovered
0: I recovered I did
1: that's all right <laughs> i no, finished the race look people only want to listen to the candidate and me so it's fine It's uh, that's fine true. nick
0: mm-hmm. there we go no, i feel all sad right. well so. we're going to take a short commercial break we're going to hear from a sponsor and then we'll be back with our conversation with city council district 2 candidate steve lee
1: hi i'm jane monroe owner of embrace the grape and district four resident donnie funk has my vote for city council and here's why Donnie's time serving on the Planning Commission, his experience in the construction industry, and his work as a small business owner has given him the insight we need on City Council. This means that Donnie knows the questions to ask to get accountability for our tax dollars. Donnie Funk is a strong advocate for public safety and will work to ensure police and firefighters, along with all city employees, are well cared for. Join me in voting Funk for Four on April 7th. We're here with Steve Lee, candidate for District Two City Council in Lee Summit. Steve, I appreciate you you working
0: with us to to get us onto your calendar. I know you have been busy, and then as we all sit through the uh, the concerns growing around around COVID nineteen, our schedules are even nuttier now. So I appreciate you taking the time. And and as we all self quarantine, isolate, whatever the term is, we're doing this video over video conference this time.
2: Steve, welcome. Thank you, and uh, I appreciate you for going above and beyond to like do this via telephone and all that kind of junk. So I appreciate that.
0: No problem. It's our pleasure. We love getting as many as much of the voices out there as we can, so that the voters can make the best decision they can when they go to the polls. Two more months be- of
1: campaigning, Steve. What What else could you possibly ask for?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I it was in April, so. <laughs> I know, well. Eddie it's
0: it's, uh, two more months to ask people for money, right? For the campaign, (laughs) because I'm sure I've never run. Jason has. I'm sure that's just a fun thing to do is ask people for money.
1: Begging for money is
0: definitely the best
1: part of campaigning. All right, Steve, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and get rolling and and start on these questions. And I'm going to start off with, as I like to do, uh, talking a little bit about housing and economic development. Yeah. You, when you're in your answers on the questionnaire, once again, available at com. Uh, are uh, noted that you were you wanted you wanted to kind of take a, a piecemeal not a piecemeal but a, a an individual approach to each of the projects that might come before you, uh, and you noted it's like the purpose of the entity and the study of its community impact. So, yeah. what are the factors that go into
2: that for you that are going to help you make those decisions? Uh, I think ultimately uh, it comes down to. Uh, the relationship with the citizens of the, of uh, Lee Summit, um, so kind of start from there and get the feedback from those that would be around and in the areas that uh, would be affected by uh, projects. Um, the it's the community. What was what was the it was housing? It was, what was the question? It was the housing. The question was about housing in general, but yeah, right. Um, so kind of get the feedback from those that would be around that project Um, look at other cities that have implemented those kinds of projects within their uh, city and see how it's affected them Um, I'm not one to kind of keep up with the Joneses so just because another city does something um, I I really want to see how it has affected the cities that it's been involved with and not just try to look like any other kind of city out there I want to keep you know, Lee Summit, Lee Summit, you know.
1: Well, okay. So in that, we've we've seen, I think, in the last couple of years, and Nick and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast, yeah. that there's often, I think, more community resistance or at least neighborhood resistance to new housing projects, especially right. multi-family projects, mm-hmm. um, than, than there has been. And sometimes the council has pushed forward with those, and other times the council has, has yielded to the outcry. Um, right. So, how strongly do you weigh that? And and more, I think even more importantly, when are you going to? Where's your sort of break point, or can you think about what your break point might be, where you might stand against, you know, what the those who show up for lack of a better way to describe.
2: It? I understand. So, uh, given the pushback from the city versus a pushback from the community, is that what you're kind of saying? Like, um, right? I mean, where how do you at a certain
1: point there are going to there potentially is i would say a project that you might see that you might think is a good thing but your neighbors or the neighbors around it may the ones that come to city council and talk about it anyway are going to be opposed how do you how do
2: you balance those things absolutely um i think as in general people tend to shy away from change big different kind of things going on within the community um, I think a lot of people that have adverse feelings towards change and new things, um, it comes down to are they being heard um, are, or do they feel, um, mm, what's the word, not isolated, but uh, almost a rejection from the people that are wanting these things. So like if I came and uh, so-and-so wants to build a, a multifamily um, dwelling within a district or whatever it may be, and I say, oh, this looks like a really good initiative, and I I put it forward, and then someone comes from around the area and says, oh, we we don't particularly like the idea of this. Uh, well, it is it is an idea, as and ideas can be scary, but I think if we sit down and discuss with those people, and give a sense that okay, I'm being heard, it's not that I'm I'm bringing why I have at First reactions to this, and I'm just being shut down. I'm being heard as a community member with Finley Summit. So, um, and if someone comes in with, you know, a legitimate issue, um, and being able to hear those people speak their mind, I think gives a an overwhelming, um, what's the word? Uh, Overwhelming belonging to the 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 process. I guess you could say. And okay. so, if someone brings something, I'm I'm more than happy to hear them and weigh those out um, as far as you know why they don't feel that way or why they feel this way or not.
0: I want to I want to kind of use that and lead, jump into our to our to our next topic as you talk about working with the with the people and your constituents what are maybe some issues and some opportunities that you look at when you look to the immediate next year or so that if elected what are some things that you're kind of excited about sinking your teeth into what are what are some some areas that you think you can make an impact on the community if you're elected to the council
2: okay um i'm really excited about the growth in lee summit um i can't give you the numbers offhand because i don't have them right now but the projected growth within Lee summit is just astronomical uh, given given where we're at in Missouri and that kind of thing. Um, so I'm really excited about that uh, with the opportunities that come along with a growing community. Um, I really, like I I mentioned in the, the questionnaire there, I'm looking for some unique opportunities to be brought to the summit. Um, I really like, like we've had the exit room for a while. Um, and I, I really want something that um, families can come and, and be a part of, um, so I'm thinking uh, someone who would bring an idea, uh, like especially like around summertime, right? Uh, so some sort of like a Great Wolf Lodge kind of idea. I'm I'm just throwing things out there, but um, looking to see what people will bring forward when they see a growing community and the ideas that they have, and Really helping bring along those ideas that will bring the Lease Summit t- together as a community from here forward.
0: Kind of the, the flip side of that of that question Steve is, is what are what are some, some issues? What do you think will be some difficulties? I mean, I think we can we can safely say that one of the toughest things where will be as soon as if you're elected as soon as you take the seat you're going to be talking about the budget and setting the next budget for the next fiscal year, but what are what are some things that you think might be difficult for, for you as, as, as a council member to settle into?
2: Um. My, I I think just getting for that first couple months, getting to know the ins and outs of how everybody works together, um, what what are people's triggers of what you know they don't really like those kind of things. Um, I, boy, coming in with this uh, coronavirus thing going on um, and the impact it's had on the, the you know economy worldwide, uh, what is that going to hold for least summit? You know, as far as like budgetary issues, um, you know, economic development, are people going to be more uh, shy to uh, do entrepreneurial things within Lee's Summit? Um, are they going to, you know, want to hold back and be timid because they want they don't want to risk their their finances on something that might not happen? Whereas if we're in a good economic situation, somebody might risk something because um you know in the long run in the next couple months few years you can gain that back but looking at the economic right now it's it's kind of intimidating to think about those kind of things
1: well with that um part of the concern we have with this potential or coming economic downturn is the uh the city's budget and one of the things that the the city manager has talked about and one of the things that may be on the ballot in April or June uh, is a, a use tax to help increase revenue in the city. But I think at a certain point, you know, the city manager's projections are that you're going to have to start making some choices one one direction or another. Um, what are your priorities for um, for making those decisions, you know. So, what are you, what are the priorities that you want to put forth when you're thinking about budgetary decisions and and where the city's valuable resources go?
2: Right. Um, I think it kind of comes down to. Um, uh, so I'm a, I'm a psychology guy at heart. Um, that's where I got I got my degree in psychology. So um, when you have your basic needs being met, um, you have thriving within your community. So my my first priorities are. You know, safety, um, health, those kind of things, making sure that those things are and you know that safety and health that encompasses a whole lot of different things. Like when you say that people think firefighters, police officers, EMTs, those kind of things. But I mean it also comes down to uh streets, you know, can can those ambulances and firefighters uh fire uh sorry, uh, firefighters get to where they need to go. Um so you know, we've gotta look at okay, are are the streets being maintained? So, you know, you kinda I start to, to um, start at the bottom, work my way up. And when, pe- when uh, people feel like, you know, those basic needs are being met, then they kind of take, take over and when they feel like they're thriving within the community and start moving forward with other things. Um, so, uh, you know, the, uh, so that would be kind of my basic where to go from kind of thing.
0: I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go back to the beginning because Jason was really really rude. And, I was, and I he skipped Steve. right over the super tough question that I usually like to do at the very beginning because I just wanna I want to abuse my guests first. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go backward a little bit, Steve, and I and I'd like you to take about thirty seconds or so and, and give us kind of a basic, more of a thirty second uh, look at why. Why are you running? What is it that you want to accomplish?
2: The why. Oh, yes. The good one. The good one. I know. Um,
0: I, you're like, Jason ruined the whole thing. We tried to be cliche <laughs> at the beginning of every interview with candidates. And, and for some reason, he just skipped right over it this time.
2: No, I, no. I blame the virus. Not. <laughs> no. No, uh, I'm. I'm reminded of a video I just watched a couple of days ago. Of when you want people to uh, get behind you on something, you get them on the why, not the what. So, but yeah, very much go back to the why. Uh, so, 30 seconds, right? Uh, so, I grew up here in Lee Summit. Like I said in my questionnaire, um, I feel like you know, I look back on uh, at my peers right now, and it's you know, uh, what we have is good and great, and it's time for. Um, my peers, my generation, well, however you want to say it, to kind of start stepping forward and assisting in uh, roles within the community that, you know, gave us such an, a great upbringing and to continue that legacy. And so I look at, at everybody around me that's my age or whatever, and it's, it's time for us to kind of start moving forward. And I, I wanted to, you know, I want to be part of that and I want to take that step. So that's why I'm doing this. Um, I don't, I, when I came in, I don't have like, oh, I want to come in and, and, you know, let's redo everything or anything like that. I want to continue the legacy, uh, build upon those things that have been set for us and, you know, bring in a, a new perspective that can keep those things moving forward.
1: All right, Nick, it's time for the really hard last question. All
0: right, here we go. This one, not, not we don't Since do I screwed up the order. Right. We don't do endorsements on this show. I like to say that every time. We don't do endorsements, but we do have one question where we are going to judge you. So, Steve, I see you're sitting comfortably in your home as we do this. If I were to put in front of you two plates, one plate holds tacos, the other plate holds burgers, which one are Um, you choosing? And by the way, just before you answer, there's a right answer here.
1: We just want you to know that we will judge you.
2: Good night. Oh, man. Um, it depends on where it's from. Um, I, offhand, if, if I'm just giving just tacos or burgers, I'm, I'm going to take tacos.
0: There yeah, we go. That, we have a winner. <laughs> that is a correct answer. We appreciate it. Steve, thank you very much for taking the time not only to be, participate in in the process and be a candidate for elected office, but also for taking a little bit of time to chat with us today and help you get your voice out to the voters. We Absolutely. appreciate it. And good luck in the campaign, as we say to everybody. Thank you.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link2Lee Summit, or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.